Live from Parts Unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. And if you are listening to this on the day that it goes up, happy WrestleMania Day. I'm not going to lie, I'm not recording this on the day of WrestleMania. Uh, but let's pretend that it is the Sunday so you can be really excited and just buy into the mood. And by now you will have seen the Hall of Fame. Well, I've seen the Hall of Fame. Good grief, that one for a long time. You will have seen uh, NXT TakeOver, which I'm sure was amazing, because nine times, well, nine, 10 out of 10 times, it usually is amazing. And now we are building up to WrestleMania. Uh, apologize that the podcast went away for a couple of weeks. If you are a patron at patreon.com forward slash Simon316, you know the deal, you know the score, and I'll just leave it for there for now. But I will uh, do a quick shout out, given that it is WrestleMania weekend, somewhat of a, of a poor time <laughs> to pimp this, given that it's been a couple of weeks. Um, since we've done a podcast. But if uh, if you could donate $1 to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Simon316, especially at the moment, that would make things a lot easier. But it's up to you. You do whatever you want. If you want to keep listening for free, good for you. If you don't, you are more of a hero in my eyes. But everybody is a hero all the same. Uh, what I thought we'd do today is I just thought we'd go through the Mania card. I thought we'd predict everything, uh, you know, have a Mania kind of a vibe, maybe chat about a few other things that may or may not come up as we go. But let's face it, I mean, given that I do plan to put this up on Thursday, it seems to make sense to, uh, to yeah, to, you know, just do a shout out for everything we've got going on WrestleMania. Uh, if you are a What Culture fan as well, uh, head over there, obviously, What Culture, What Culture Wrestling on, uh, on YouTube. Hopefully, have something cool going on tomorrow. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but yes, that's it, really. I hope that you're enjoying the, the build up to WrestleMania. I hope that you enjoyed Raw and SmackDown. I thought they were decent go home shows. Nothing, nothing overly special, but I thought they did the job. Other than that, um, I'm trying to think of anything else that got in wrestling that we need to touch upon before before we go any, anywhere else. Something big probably has happened, and I've forgotten about it. Um, oh, the Conor McGregor stuff. That was I knew there was a big story of the week. We won't talk about that. Conor McGregor just went crazy. <laughs> All we can say. I mean, talk about money and power corrupting. Good grief. Anyway, let's go to the WrestleMania card. Uh, do make sure you head over to facebook.com and uh, like the Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast group. You can just find, uh, just search for it and give it a little like. I know there's loads of stuff going on in there at the moment. The community we built up there is absolutely astonishing uh, when I do get to, to sort of dip my toe in. It's wonderful to see that many people just going crazy, going crazy about, uh, about pro wrestling, especially at this time of year. It's lovely to see. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that we could, uh, we, we could piece all this together. Uh, of course, this will be up on YouTube as well. YouTube.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. That's not it at all. YouTube.com forward slash The Miller Report Rules. Um, and there's a new uh, YouTube channel I'm working on at the moment called YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash Rock Reacts, which is a music reaction channel. Of course, make sure you sub to everything what culture, especially today. You don't want to miss out on all the WrestleMania content. A terrible time not to be involved. Um, so I'm literally just, it's, it's not going to be in any order. I'm just going to do the matches as I got them written down here, as I wrote them down earlier today. But we all start, well, look, everyone likes, wants to talk about the biggest matches first, which I get. So we'll talk about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to begin with. I think the build's been decent. Uh, you know, the story is clearly that no one's ever, not no one's ever, but recently nobody has kicked out of the F5. Braun Strowman couldn't do it. Samoa, couldn't, Samoa Joe couldn't do it. I'm sure there's some other people I'm not remembering now. So basically what we're building to at WrestleMania 34 is the fact that Roman Reigns will kick out of the F5. 
He'll hit Brock Lesnar with a spear. Brock Lesnar, the beast, the monster, you know, the all-in-conquering warrior, will finally have been uh, finally have been taken down, and then we uh, and then we we can start, I guess, how Vince McMahon or WWE sees it as the Roman Reigns uh, the Roman Reigns era properly, um, which I, I think we could probably argue has been tried and 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 not worked out before, um, but even still, you know, that's. That's how Vince McMahon sees it. And I made a video for What Culture about this, and I think there is some truth in it. That maybe, you know, Vince seeing this image of Brock Lesnar lying on the floor with Roman Reigns holding a title aloft will help with the direction of Roman Reigns. Maybe we don't have to keep going back to this world. Maybe now we can have some fun with it, some experimentation. Maybe it works. Maybe it does get Roman Reigns over. We don't know. But given we've been waiting for this since WrestleMania 31, which is a long time ago now... I think this is probably the best thing to do. Get it over and done with. Uh, coronate Roman properly, uh, as some people are saying, even though, again, I'm pretty sure we've done that. But coronate Roman properly and then just... And see what happens. I think it will be the main event. I think it'll be a decent match because I think if nothing else, they'll beat the crap out of each other. And that always, you know, when you, when you see a stiff match, I do think that helps you, helps you buy in. Uh, I mean, the event itself is going to be massive, so that's going to be interesting. But yeah... I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be better than than people give it credit for. I wouldn't necessarily have it as the main event, but I understand. You know, it's the it's the universal title, which is considered the world title in WWE. Roman Reigns is the face. Brock Lesnar seems very likely to be going away back to the UFC. It ticks a lot of boxes. I'm all right with it. I don't think it's as bad as as a lot of people are making out, but we will see. We will see what happens. Uh, the other, I guess, maybe more intriguing world title match that a lot of more people are excited about AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura I still think this could kick off the show and I know that would be crazy because you're probably putting your best match on first but in a way that's kind of what the opening match is there for to get the crowd going and I know a lot of people would throw their their toys out the pram because you've got the WWE Championship match going on first and it's Styles and Nakamura but I don't know, I, I, I think they're going to have such a good match. I think they have the best match of the night that maybe trying to keep it as far away from something like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is actually a good idea. And does it make a difference really if it's on first or sixth? I think it's 14 matches in total on Mania, I believe. But I just don't see, I don't necessarily think it's a problem. I mean, if they did something like they did with Sheamus and Daniel Bryan from, what was it, 28 or whatever, 27, whatever it was, yes, that would be atrocious, but they're not going to do that. I think they'll probably have a 30-minute match. Again, I think it'll be the best match on the card. But I don't necessarily think it's insulting to put them out first because no, one no one's going to be able to follow it anyway, I don't believe. They're not going on last, so maybe you should put them on first. I think there's a logic there. I think there's, a, you know, some, there's some sense to that. I do think it's going to be great, though. I'm very, very excited to see it. I think Nakamura should win, although apparently some people are surprised by that. A lot of people think that Styles' is uh, time to retain, but I don't think that at all. I think Nakamura should win here. I think the few can continue on for quite a long time because their match quality isn't going to go down. I think both men are going to go out of their way to make this as good as they possibly can. Um, and because of that, yeah, I can't wait to see it, to be honest. But I definitely would have Nakamura win here because, you know, Styles has held the title for a while. I feel like Styles is more than established. Nakamura finally, over the last few weeks, has found his place in WWE. feels like a bigger deal. Um, so this is absolutely the time to put the championship on him and cement him. And then I do think sort of, you know, six to eight months down the line, he could probably go heel like Styles did first time around. I think Nakamura can play that character. Um it can be difficult to get fans to boo him at first, but if you, you know, tie it into a good story. But then, look, my point being is he can have his baby face title run now, and then we transition into the hillside as and when. But I would like to see it. 
Um, I'm very, again, I can't wait for this match. I think it'd be one of the best matches of this weekend. What I would love is it for it be one of those WrestleMania classics we talk about for ages? Because I think it would be a real cementing of everything we've seen sort of changing in the wrestling landscape over the last sort of five to eight years, maybe a bit less than that. Maybe a bit more, maybe five to ten. I think it's, mm, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. My point being that, you know, the, the fact we get to see AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE title at WrestleMania, which is the biggest platform in all of wrestling, no matter how you see it, in terms of eyes on the product, I just think that's a lovely sort of love letter and a lovely, a lovely underlining to, to how much the industry has changed. Because, again, I've said this on so many videos. If I had told you that even in, even in sort of 2010, 2012, potentially, so maybe I was a bit, uh, um, you know, overly conservative before with my time frame, I don't think anybody would have believed me. I just don't think, see, you know, when you've got Batista and, uh, not Batista, but say John Cena and Randy Orton headlining events, to, to know that somehow we're going to go through this transition where we get here, and John Cena hasn't even got a match on the card, I think that you'd have to be somewhat of a liar to say that you thought that was ever going to happen. You may have wanted it to happen, but to actually believe it was going to happen with people, especially AJ Styles, we're on the journey of AJ Styles. But I'm very excited about this. I think it's going to be... Yes. I, 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 as soon as it happens, turn your phone off. You know, sit down. Just enjoy it for what it is. Because if it does, if it does live up to expectation, it's going to be very special indeed. Or at least I think so. Anyway, that's what I think. But we will see. We will see. You never know. Somebody may have something up there up their sleeve that we are. We are yet. We are yet to. Uh, we are yet to know. It's the beauty of WrestleMania. You just never know what's going to happen. Uh, we've also got a couple of pre-show matches. Well, apparently. I heard, I know how true this is, the three pre-show matches are going to be both Memorial Battle Royals and Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali, which I predicted on my um, What Culture Predictions. You can also go check out now, which is kind of like a longer form version of that if you'd like a video version. Um, I'm not surprised about the Battle Royals. A little upset for the 205 Live guys because I think as that show gets better, it would be good if they could have showcased their talents to more people, but is it going to make that much of a difference? Arguably not. So it's, um, it's probably not the worst idea in the world. Other than that, yeah, I mean, both. Ba Here's the thing. On my what culture predictions, I went with Baron Corbin and I went with Bailey because what I thought they may do is to kickstart the Bailey Sasha Banks feud is Bailey wins and then Sasha Banks attacks her afterwards because you want the. I don't know. It just seemed to make sense to me. But I actually, I think maybe it was on Wrestling Observer Radio said that maybe Ember Moon could come up after she, you know, she could lose NXT Takeover this evening. And that actually makes more sense. I won't change my prediction because I like uniform and I like everything to make sense. And I like consistency. So I will go with Bailey. But I actually think Ember Moon's a great shout. If she can be called up, look, we need more women on the women's roster. A great way to get Ember Moon over, if she has just lost the NXT title, a women's title, is to, you know, have her win, uh, have, her, have the, win, you know, the first ever women's battle royal. I think that's a great idea. Um, especially because it hasn't been watered down yet like under the giant battle royale, which I also talked about, given the fact that last year Mojo Rawley won it, and now here we are a year later, and Mojo Rawley is back in it. Jinder Mahal, who came second, benefited more than Mojo Rawley. Um, I don't know if they're calling anybody up. Again, I'm kind of, I didn't think about this when I made my predictions. And yes, if you are planning to call somebody up, they should win those Memorial Battle Royals, because it kind of rubbers, or even though it's on the pre-show, at least it rubber stamps it to a bigger audience. But I still think Baron Corbin has somewhat of a chance just because a he can then use it to say oh, i'm the first person to ever win it twice i know well, it seems very very likely that WWE is desperate to push him um you know especially in 2018 because it hasn't really worked out so far so it's a way to get him momentum so unless there's a way to eliminate him that starts another feud i still do have a thing unless somebody's coming up from uh, from nxt and i don't know who that would be that would win 
Um, I think I think that that's going to be the case. I think it's fine that we're having. The, I, I like the fact we're getting as many people on the card as possible. Um, but yeah, I, the women's one has more chance at the moment than the men's one because the men's one has been watered down. That's just the truth. That's not an insult. Raw, but who's ever benefited from it coming out the other side? I don't think anyone. What Cesaro won one, the Big Show won one, Baron Corbin won one. In fact, let's look this up. Let's actually look this up to see. I don't know how many there's been. So Cesaro won the fourth one, then Big Show, then Baron Corbin, and then Mojo Rawley. And that's it. And then somebody on Wikipedia. <laughs> somebody on Wikipedia. This will be gone by the time you check it out. Somebody on Wikipedia has already put the winner for tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night's uh, one in. And it's Dino Bravo. And the last eliminated was the Junkyard Dog. Wikipedia hasn't seen that yet. So Cesaro, Big Show, Baron Corbin, Mojo Rawley. Like, you know, it hasn't really... Hasn't really set the world on fire. But hey, look, it's two decent pre-show matches. It gets people on the card. That's fine. I will go Baron Corbin and Bailey. Really regret my women's prediction now, but we're going to go with it anyway. Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. I think Cedric Alexander has to be a lock-in. Um, simply because, you know, he was meant to win it when Enzo was still around. And Enzo being around feels like a different time period now. So, you know, to build all of that and then not pull the trigger, I think it feels exceptionally unfair to... Uh, to, uh, to, 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 to Cedric Alexander. And I do think at the moment, given how much it's changed and how well it's doing, that it's probably best to... Yeah, I think it's best just to, to go with that. They'll have a great match. You can continue the feud on. I don't think it hurts Mustafa Ali you know, too badly in any, any stretch of the imagination. And that's what I'd like to see anyway. I, I think... Um, yeah, I, I just... That just seems to make sense to me. Uh, it's a shame it's on the pre-show, though. And you should check out 205 Live now if you haven't checked it out. It's uh, it's very good. It's a very good show. I enjoy it immensely. Um, mostly because it's now just a wrestling show, as opposed from being centered around Enzo. And I never really liked Enzo. You can go back to my first ever What Culture stream when I was like, nah, not really, not really into Enzo. Then, of course, we've got the Intercontinental title and the US title matches, which were the same until, thankfully, Rusev got added. The Miz, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Here's the thing. It's going to be a great match. There's no, there's no, two, there's no two ways about it. Uh, we saw what Seth Rollins and Finn Balor can do on on Raw. Had one of the best matches of the of, well, one of the best Raw matches of the year. Uh, I don't think I think the Miz gets a bad rap. I actually quite enjoy um, I actually quite enjoy the Miz. I don't think he's going to take away from the match, and if anything, he can add a different perspective to it. And we don't want to see the same thing we saw on Raw. It was like five days ago, whatever it was. So I think this would be really, really good. I, I would pick Finn Balor to win because I just think out of those three, the Miz can lose and he can win it back and do the, become the longest reigning champion ever whenever. Seth Rollins won on Raw, so that makes sense. And I think Finn Balor needs a title. Other than his like, two-day universal title reign, he hasn't had a championship, I don't think, unless I've forgotten something. So I, um, I think Finn Balor should win. I think then you could even redo this match at Backlash, maybe even then segue off into a Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor feud while the Miz does whatever the Miz wants to do. I just haven't liked the build. That's the only problem I'm... Um, I'm... Uh, <laughs> well, so going into it, I know it's going to be a good match, but I'm not invested in it because I, I haven't enjoyed the build. I just haven't. Like I said, I really did enjoy their match they had on Raw, but it, this has all felt a little bit flat, and I do think that's because this was supposed to be Braun Strowman's spot. WWE changed their mind, so it was all a little bit thrown together. However, sometimes it is about the destination and not the journey, hence why I think this would be a really good triple threat match. And that's all that matters... And it's kind of exactly my same opinion for the US title match. I, um, if Rusev hadn't been added to this, I don't know what the hell I would have done in terms of trying to enjoy it because I just thought it had no heat whatsoever. It had no build. I wasn't that excited about it. But as soon as Rusev got added in there, because as we know, I love Rusev. He's my favorite. I was like, sweet. I can't, you know, I, now, I don't think Rusev's going to win. And apparently he only got, he only got put in there because, um, uh, what do you call it? He, uh, 
selling a lot of merchandise and Vince McMahon didn't want him in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Now, that says to me they don't have any plans for him, so he may be here just to take a loss, which would suck, because that is just not how you should be using Rusev. The fact they haven't turned him properly face yet is still nuts. Um, but with that said, we don't know. Things have changed. Like Zack Ryder won the IC title a few years ago, and that wasn't planned. That was a last-minute decision. Again, wasn't a long thing, but it doesn't. it's better to have the belt on Rusev and then change their minds than, um, than not. So it gives me hope. I went with Randy Orton in my predictions on what culture, which I'll stick with, because I just think there's no... The US title needs some revving up. I don't think Bobby Roode is a face. If he turns heel, I think he could. But as Bobby Roode is a face, I don't think it adds much to it. Jinder, I don't hate Jinder as much as many, but again, doesn't add much to it. Rusev, absolutely, but for reasons I've just said, I don't believe so. So I actually think if you have Randy Orton hold on to it and you have Randy Orton retain, it not only helps the US title because it gives it a bit of credibility. Like He is a top star, Randy Orton. There's no two ways about it, whether you like him or not. Um, and that may help. And you could, because there's four guys in it, we could segue off into a... What I would probably do is I'd segue off into a Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode feud. Have Randy Orton win that. Have Jinder Mahal versus Rusev, which does have a storyline built in, given they used to be a team. Remember all that time ago. Have Rusev win that. And then I potentially try and turn Randy on heel and Rusev babyface in that time and go in that direction. Now you've got the babyface chasing the heel champion. Randy Orton's better as a heel. Rusev is ready to turn face. It just makes all the sense in the world to me. So I would do that. Again, much like the IC Championship match, I think this is going to be a great match. But I don't care. But I don't care for the build until Rusev got added. I just wasn't invested in this at all. And again, I'm biased towards Rusev, so I imagine there's still a lot of people out there. If you're not into him as much as I am, you may feel the same. Two women's matches. I think this is the real surprise and the real sort of highlight package to me um, with WWE this year. Uh, obviously, it's been going on for a few years, but I really like what they've done this year with both women's matches. Like I'm invested in both. I want to see Alexa. Oh my gosh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax um, because. I just think the story's great. You know, I want to see the bully get her, you know, get her, well, I want to see the bullied person get their contribution, uh, get their, what'd you call it? Their retribution. I can't talk. I want to see that. I want to see, I want to see Nia Jax win. I'd be happy with Nia Jax to win in seconds. I mean, not only that would be great in terms of the pacing of the show, if we do indeed have 14 matches or whatever it is, but I don't, Alexa Bliss has been champion long enough. She's been a right, you know, I guess, dick for the entire time. If Nia Jax gets there and eats her alive and sort of Mickey James gets some as well, I'd be like, yeah, that's great. I just, you know, take WrestleMania 19, which I always reference when I talk about this. Um, I didn't mind that Booker T and Triple H had a competitive match, but obviously Triple H winning was the stupidest thing ever. But if Booker T had just whooped his ass and won, I'd be like, yeah, Triple H deserved it. And that's what I feel like here. I don't really think it's about keeping people strong. This should all be about coronating Nia Jax, um, making her look like a monster, and also everyone getting behind her because she was, you know, bullied throughout all of this. So I would like to see that. I have a feeling Carmella's going to cash in here. I don't know if, if it works like that. I know it's got SmackDown on the briefcase, but they can always come up with a story. And I think that's why they've kept tar teasing it in the Charlotte versus Oscar match. So you think it's going to be there, and then it happens to the raw in the Raw one instead. I'm not, I'm not against that either, because, again, it would, it, would, it would build more sympathy for Nia Jax. Like having a two-minute title reign is never ideal, but it would build more. And, it, and if you want to then put us, um, Alexa Bliss with Mickey James and Carmella, I think that'd be they're like the bitch faction or whatever you want to call them. I think that'd be really good. And then Nia Jax is trying to take all those three out. They keep helping each other. You can tease some um, tension between Nia, uh, between Alexa Bliss and Carmella because obviously Alexa Bliss used to be the champ. Now Carmella's the champ, but she didn't meet her, blah, blah, blah. And then you can segue off into, into sort of two feuds there as well if you want to. I don't know who would turn face there. But yeah, I, I genuinely think... 
Uh, there's a lot you could do here, and I'm excited about it. And I'm not, I don't mean this disparagingly to Nia Jax from six months or so ago. I wouldn't have been excited about a Nia Jax match, but I think she's come a long way, and I think they've booked her really well. Kind of the same. I mean, Charlotte versus Oscar, I'm just excited about because I think they could have the best women's match in WrestleMania history. Charlotte's amazing. Oscar's amazing. I mean, that's it, right? If they're given time and uh, it, it's executed and the, you know it comes off as they planned, I think it will be the best women's match in WrestleMania history. Would be my hope. Would be my guess. Uh, I think they, I, Oscar's just incredible. Charlotte is an incredible athlete. I'm excited to see what happens. I think Oscar has to win because Charlotte losing doesn't hurt Charlotte, whereas Oscar right now has her streak. I don't think Oscar losing would take, you know, it's going to negatively affect her too much, but I think keeping that streak alive is really important. Yet This isn't the time to lose it, is my, um, is my gut feeling. Uh, it doesn't feel like the right time. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I, would go with, uh, I would go with Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, I wouldn't. I would go with Oscar. Why can't I talk to her? I've gone crazy. I would go with Oscar, but you never know. You never know, uh, you never know what the plan is. Um, but I am excited about it. I tell you, I am excited. Then we've got the tag team stuff. We'll do the Usos, New Day, and Bludgeon Brothers really quick. I think it's obvious the Bludgeon Brothers got a win. I thought what they did on SmackDown when they pimped the WWE Network more than the actual match was stupid, but whatever. I really like this feud. I really like what they've done with everything. I'm excited to see the match. I think it's going to be really hard-hitting, and it's another one of those situations where the Bludgeon Brothers could just run wild, and that wouldn't be the end of the world. In fact, that would be... Um, that may actually help, but again, we don't know. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to, um, we'll have to wait and see. But yes, I am. Uh, I'm excited about this match. I think it's going to be great. And if we can tell a story coming out of this, where the New Day and the Usos almost have to team up to try and stop the Bludgeon Brothers, I don't think that would be the worst thing, uh, the worst thing in the world. So I'm excited about that too. And I'm going the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, we said Oscar. We said Nia Jax. The real question is, who is Braun Strowman's partner? That is, um, that is what the whole Sheamus and Cesaro versus Braun Strowman and a mystery partner relies on. I just don't think there's that many good options. It's going to be the big show. I like the big show, but it doesn't excite me. It's going to be Bray Wyatt, potentially interesting, because if he comes back as a new character, he does something different, then yeah, you're going to buy in. Plus, there's the history there. Other than that, if it's Elias, that's stupid. It doesn't make any sense in terms of the story. Obviously, you know, I'd love it to be Repo Man, but you just (laughs) never know. Um, And I just, I can't think of a name big enough to justify the mysteriousness of it, which is why I think they should have announced it on Raw. I think that way, by now, and if it was a disappointment, we would have accepted it and we know the match. Unless they've got something planned that I don't know. Maybe it's Samoa Joe. That would be awesome. Maybe it's Bobby Lashley. That would be awesome, right? Someone you're not expecting. Um, so hopefully I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong on that one. I think Braun Strowman and whoever has to win. It's not time for Braun Strowman to lose. Sheamus and Cesaro have held the tag team titles long enough. And also I'd probably draft them to SmackDown if there is going to be a draft. I think the tag team division is in desperate need of a shakeup. Um... So yes, that that I think this whole match it may not even go that long, but it really does depend on who on who Braun Strowman's partner is. Hate all the stuff on Raw with brains. I know that seems to be a, a a point of contention with some, which is fair. Which is fair. I'm not going to get mad at you. Um, you know, some people liked it. Just for me, I think I just wanted to see the mystery partner. That's what it was. I wanted to see it. And when I didn't get it, I was a bit like, oh, okay, well that sucks. But hey, it is it, it is what it is. At least there is some intrigue here. As I say these words. And I think that's the most important thing, right? You want to be intrigued. You want to be like, okay, what's going to happen? Um, I don't know. And that's when wrestling's at its best. So, yeah, we will see. Which brings us on to Kurt Angle versus Ronda Rousey, and Ronda Rousey, I should say, versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Again, the, the, the highlight of this, I liked everything they've done. A lot of people apparently haven't, and they thought the opening segment for Raw was too long, or they thought Ronda Rousey wasn't very good. I think Ronda Rousey's great. I've appreciated everything she's done. 
and um, I thought everything did the raw was good. I mean, maybe a bit long in the tooth, but I thought they did. You know, they sold it the way they had to sell it. I'm genuinely intrigued to see what's going to happen. I think the finish has to be Ronda Rousey either tapping out Triple H or Stephanie McMahon. I'd rather Stephanie McMahon just because of everything that happened on Raw. Um, but mostly, I think the question is, how do you play this? Does Triple H and Kurt Angle take most of the match to try and protect Ronda Rousey and Steph because Ronda Rousey is new and Stephanie McMahon, as we know, is not the greatest wrestler in the world? Do they take a risk? They have Ronda Rousey in there a lot. Does it go quick? Does it go long? You know, is the sort of pre-match stuff? Uh, take longer than the on the actual match itself. I don't know, but I think the good thing is is that it feels like a WrestleMania match. There is a, a, a huge amount of interest there. No one really knows what's going to happen, aside from the fact you've got to believe Ronda Rousey is going to win, because otherwise, what the hell are we doing? Um, and and that, to me, is is exciting. Well, I think it's exciting. Anyway, I'm excited to see it. Like, usually, with these kind of matches, you may roll your eyes a bit, but I don't think that's the case. Um, it may not deliver in the way you want it to deliver, um, but it's still interesting. And I think that's the balance you've got to have. It's kind of like Mayweather versus Big Show from a few years ago, or 10 years ago now, I should say. A lot of people were, they weren't sure what was going to happen, but the build and everything they did was so good. It's like, well, I kind of want to see it. And that's all you need to do with these. They're not really a celebrity match, although it is. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely bought in. Again, Ronda and Kurt win. The focus is going to be on Ronda. doesn't really need to be on Kurt. There was a rumor, apparently. I think I read this yesterday. It was meant to be Batista and Ronda Rousey, but something happened. That would have been great. And that was going to build to a Triple H Batista match at 35. Don't understand what happens sometime. And then it's our last match, unless I've forgotten one, which I probably have, which is Daniel Bryan. And, oh, of course I have. The, the fake match. We'll get there last. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This match, to me, gets a free pass because it was never meant to be, right? It was never meant to be. It was never meant to exist. Daniel Bryan was never meant to fight at WrestleMania as much as we all may have wanted it to happen. And the fact that it's happening, wonderful. I'm just going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to have a smile on my face the whole time. I think Daniel Bryan probably has to lose <laughs> just because I think that Shane McMahon, uh, Shane McMahon, that Kevin Owens and obviously if Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn win, they get their job back. So, you know, I don't see how, unless they go into Raw, but I wouldn't do that right now. I really want SmackDown to kind of stay as it is because yeah, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan versus Sami, all this, I, don't wanna, I wanna see those matches. Don't take that away from me, WWE. But that's fine, Shane McMahon can lose, right? Shane McMahon can take the pin, that can continue the feud. Maybe that you know reintroduces tension between Shane and Bryan, I don't know. I don't care. Like, even if Daniel Bryan takes the pin, which would be stupid, I don't care. <laughs> because, um, would you, you know, it's not, I didn't expect to see Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That's it. So I, I can handle it. I can handle it. Um, because it was never meant to be. It's like, you know, waking up from a dream and realizing, oh, it wasn't real. This one's real. So we have to have a bit of a nightmare in it. That's okay still because we've got the dream bit. I've loved all this Daniel Bryan stuff. He's just the best. He's the most over guy probably in all of wrestling or one of the most over guys in wrestling. He's a proper baby face. I want to see him do well. I'd make him the face of the company. He's just so likable. He's just so damn like. I want him to do well, both in his personal and his professional life. Uh, and of course, the match I've forgotten, match number four, well, I hadn't forgot it's written here, I, I, I was, um, you know, is uh, John Cena versus The Undertaker, which I, I think it's awesome that it hasn't been properly announced and the match is actually going to get confirmed at WrestleMania. Because again, this is going to be, if you're watching it from 10 o'clock p.m., if you're in the UK for the pre-show, it's going to be about seven hours long. We need, it can't just be match backstage bit promo match bit. We need something different. And maybe John Cena sat at ringside the whole of the evening. Maybe he's doing whatever, but eventually obviously will build, The Undertaker will turn up and I just think that will really change the pacing up. That will make it really, really fun. And that's what I'm all about. I'm about having fun. And I just think that's... Uh, I just think it's the right thing to do. I, I, I'm, I'm almost convinced it's going to be Biker Taker, which ruins, <laughs> which ruins me inside. 
I just don't think that's an, as an iconic match between the two of them. But hey, if it happens, it happens. I won't enjoy it as much, but I know a lot of people love Biker Taker, so you know that, that's all that matters. It's about the it's about the greater good, I guess, or the great amount of people that will love it. Um, so yes. That's fine. I still think it's going to be a good match. I'm going to enjoy it. I think it really does add to the Mania card. I, uh, I think Undertaker has to win. I don't think you can have him lose a third time because that really just dumps the whole streak down the toilet forever, uh, which I'd rather not see. So, um, so yeah, I, I think Undertaker probably wins. Or at least I'd like to see him win. I mean, they can both lose, really, but John Cena can lose more in my head. So I, I will pick the Undertaker. And that's WrestleMania. I'm very excited about it. Again, I think on paper the card looks great. Could genuinely be one of the best WrestleManias in a long time if everybody is able to, uh, you know, to pull off their respective roles. But we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. It's only, well, as I'm recording this, it's only, what, 15, no more than that, a day and a half away, 36 hours or, or whatever. So I hope you've got all your party plans and, you know, anything else that you, uh, that you intend to do for WrestleMania. Make sure you enjoy it. Uh, before we do wrap up today, I'm also going to do the Q&A in this episode as well because it's been way too long. So, uh, you know, let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. (laughs) Let's just just get into it. I'm just learning the questions now, which is why I'm procrastinating. Um, Where are we? A lot of posts since I whacked this in the thread. Again, this was some time ago. Some of the questions may be, uh, you know, they may have already been answered, but maybe they haven't been. I'm just going to scroll down loads and then search for my own name. That's the way to do this. Miller, where am I? This is always fun to do. Who else does this? Ah, well, we, we, we roll differently here anyway, whatever that means. Um, oh, I just found a link. This is brilliant. Miller's predictions. Has been fits of giggles all the way. Oh, thank you, Mark Rory Day. What a lovely thing to stumble across when I go. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I made people laugh. That makes me happy. Here we are. So we've got about 22 questions. That's nice. There's a lot of questions. Um, I've clicked the wrong button. <laughs> what an idiot. There you go. Dale Nickel, not so much Mania itself, but we all know that the Raw following Mania is call-up day. So who do you think is coming up and to which brand? Oh, and when are you signing with the E? I, w- I wouldn't hold your breath for that one. Who do I think is coming up? Well, after yeah, abusing other people's opinions, I think that Ember Moon is going to come up. I think potentially maybe the Authors of Pain come up, depending on what happens in the tag team match later. Because uh, we need tag teams. I think... I mean, if Gargano loses, I think he comes up. But I think Gargano's going to win. So I think either of those two are going to come up. Who else? Drew McIntyre. I don't think there's any point in him going back to NXT now. If Almas loses the title, I'd call him up. I think he's good to go. Um, that's right. Tag team, women, two blokes. Yeah, that's what I'd go with. Uh, if you want brands, that's harder. I put author- it depends what you're going to do with the other tag teams. Maybe Authors of Pain on Raw. Ember Moon on SmackDown, if you are going to shift some people around. And then Almas on SmackDown. And McIntyre on Raw. Or either way around. That's what I do. Maybe both on SmackDown. I don't know. Uh, my man, Owen Pearson. Do you think WWE undermines the quality of WrestleMania by showing NXT TakeOver the night prior? Are these even for the same audience? Or is it for two similar audiences with a bit of crossover? Could it even be possible that WrestleMania and the events immediately surrounding it have transcended themselves existing outside of the WWE canon in their own echo chamber? Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. I don't. Th- I think there is a tiny crossover between NXT, but not a massive one, um, which is why I don't think it matters it comes beforehand. No matter how good NXT TakeOver is tonight, no matter how many people on Twitter are going, oh, WrestleMania are never going to be able to beat this like they do, it doesn't matter. People are watching WrestleMania for WrestleMania. It's a chance to hang out with your mates, to have some food, to take some time off work, whatever. 
And this year's really, really good. So I don't think it matters at all, no. Um, I actually think the whole weekend just feels great. I like the Hall of Fame, too long, but still. I like NXT and I like, I like, I like all of it. I like all of it. It makes it feel, it makes it feel special. Um, and it makes it feel like a, a bigger event. And I think that's really, really important. Uh, also, if you could have built or booked one match differently, what would you have done? I would have just announced Braun Strowman's partner beforehand. And I probably would have given a bit more credence to the IC and US title stuff. Uh, but I really think that I would like to have known who Braun Strowman's partner was on Monday. And I would have come up with a better idea for the Intercontinental title stuff. That just that does feel thrown together to me. Um, so yes, they would be my they would be my two choices. Um, Connor Bennett, who appears Monday and Tuesday nights. Injury return signings and call-ups apply. We've done all of that. Oh, we're talking about injury people. Big Cass will come back too. I think he's ready to go. Well, let's not again. Let's not hang around. Let's just do it. Richard Ingman, with the recent England return of Daniel Bryan, do you think it'll have a negative effect on someone like Johnny Gargano, who many fans have considered as the next Daniel Bryan? Not at all. I think, if anything, you can use Daniel Bryan as a reason to, 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 you know, to show people that don't know about Johnny Gargano why they should care about Johnny Gargano. Use Daniel Bryan's popularity to now rub off on him and when, as and when the time is right. So no, no, not at all. I think that actually helps him. Ollie Smith, which potential feuds do you want to see post-mania? That is a great question. I want Shinsuke and Styles to go a while. If, if, if Joe is coming back and Roman Reigns is winning the title, I want to see Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. I want a proper feud. I want it to go over two, three pay-per-views. And I want Samoa Joe to get his shit in. <laughs> I love Samoa Joe. Um, other than that, if Rusev could win the US title and feud with Orton, I would enjoy that. As long as Orton goes heel, I think it would be an awesome feud. It really invests me in the US title. And hey, look, if Seth Rollins and Finn Balor are going to feud over the IC belt for a while and we can try to heal one of them up, I ain't going to say no to that. In terms of feuds that we don't have at the moment that could potentially happen, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But there's potential there, and I think that's important. Uh, also, Ollie Smith. WWE appears to have booked the WWE Championship as the workers' belt with Styles Nakamura now. Presumably, Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens will be in the title picture following Mania. Are there any other serious contenders? I think Sami Zayn. I don't think he'll ever do it, but he could. Samoa Joe I'd put in that list. Um, he knows that on SmackDown, obviously. Who else do I think is like a, is a worker? Um, Neville, if he ever came back, but he won't. Uh, and the same with the Universal Championship being booked as the showcase belt with Brock Roman. Now, presumably, Braun will replace Brock as the monster for Roman to overcome. But who else do you see in the showcase belt picture? Balor or Joe? See, I think Balor or Joe are more of the workers people, but they're not there. So I think it's going to be harder for them to win the Universal title. I do think Braun Strowman is going to be the man to take the title off Roman Reigns. I think that's why he's in the title tag team title picture. Because you can have tag team title matches for a while. Then he can fall out with whoever his mystery partner is, feud with them. Then we should be near SummerSlam or Survivor Series, and he can start feuding with Roman. And then I think he'll win. I think Roman will lose the title to Braun Strowman would be, would be my guess. Um, hopefully they balance out the rosters a bit better, though, so we don't have to have the showcase of the workers' title. I just want good matches now, and I think, especially WrestleMania weekend shows, that a lot of people want that too. Um, but we will see. We will, we will have to see. wait and see. What do you think the chances are, Chris Davey, what do you think the chances are of Ronda Rousey turning on Kurt during the match and giving Triple H and Stephanie the win? Zero. <laughs> She's gotten over as a face. She's getting good media coverage. Uh, if she, I stole this from Dave Meltzer, but it's true. If she goes heel, everyone's going to shit on her and say she's playing bad girl wrestler. You can turn a heel at one point, but not this early. I think she needs the big WrestleMania moment of her making Steph tap out. Fans would love it, and it helps Ronda. Can I also plug the Predictions League? Go to the Facebook group. Simon is Paris in podcast. Join the Predictions League. There you go. Pimped. I do love that Predictions League. Austin C. Bell. Who becomes authority on SmackDown now that Brian will become in-ring talent if Shane's leave of absence stands? Do we need... I, I, everyone goes, oh, do we need a GM? Can't we just not have a GM? 
Uh, Jeff Jarrett would be my guess. He's back in the good graces. He is a good on-air performer. I was never a massive fan of his matches, but he can talk well enough. He needs something to do. And if why not? Why not Jeff Jarrett? Better than Hulk Hogan. It's nothing against Hulk. Well, it is something against Hulk Hogan. I don't think Hulk Hogan should ever come back to the WWE. I just think sometimes, as much as we may want to see him as fans, I think sometimes you have to look at the bigger picture. And I think what he said it doesn't deserve to be forgiven so easily. Even if he is sorry, I mean, that's good. You know, remorse and, and, and being apologizing is really, really good. But just because you're Hulk Hogan doesn't mean you should get a free pass. So that's what that's what I think. I, I give it to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Nazar, knowing that you don't like The Rock, <laughs> what are some of your most controversial wrestling opinions? I don't not like The Rock. We'll do a. I'll get into. It. We won't talk about it now. We'll get into a rock. I get my mate Luke on. We both have interesting uh, opinions on the rock. I'll text him after this, and we'll do. We'll do a special episode. Uh, controversial wrestling pins. I guess the Hulk Hogan one would be there. Uh, I don't mind it when they stop matches to clean up blood because I think that health should be the most important thing. Even though that may absolutely destroy kayfabe, I think that's the beauty of pro wrestling. It's not real. So you know, if we can protect people, I think we should. I don't ever want to see anyone die. That boxer died recently. It was awful. Um, well, do, do I? Like, um, I don't really want to talk about Chris Benoit. I don't believe this is a controversial wrestling opinion, but I don't think I think everything that WWE's done with him is one hundred percent correct. I don't think it matters that he was a great wrestler at all, uh, because wrestling doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, and being a murderer does. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's controversial. A lot of people do think that's controversial. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, if you disagree with me, just keep it to yourself. Not trying to be horrible, I just don't want to hear it. It's, it's too I, it's, it's, it's just too much sometimes. I read these things and I'm like, oh, he should be in the Hall of Fame. No, he shouldn't. Just no, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. Uh, ben Hersick, on a scale of 1 to 10, just looking at the card for Minia, how excited are you for the actual show? Uh, probably 9, I think. I think it's, it's really, really good. I'm a bit worried about the length. But I think 9 out of 10, I think it's going to be really good. I'm certainly excited to watch. I just like Mania time. I like the Rumble. I get excited. Naden, what would be the match of the night and the worst match on the main show? As I said, Nakamura Styles. I think the worst match is the main show, so I won't be one of the Battle Royals. The worst match. I mean, probably Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss if they don't book it right. If they book it right, I don't think it's going to be that bad. If everything's booked right, I don't think there is a bad match on the show. I think every you know, there's a ways and means to make them all work. But we will... Uh... We will see. Uh, Garth Jackson, outside of Mania, what is your most anticipated match of the weekend and is Champ of the best heel character in years? I can't wait for Cody versus Omega, which I know as you're hearing, this has already happened. I, I will have seen it, but I haven't seen it yet. Love that feud. and I, I'm sure they'll do something with the Bullet Club. That'll be fun. Uh, and yeah, Champa is an amazing heel because he gets proper heel heat. People actually hate him, which makes him a good heel. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to um, I can't wait to see that match. I think it's going to be great. Charlie Crowley, what do you prefer, daddy or chips? Is this some phrase I don't understand? Have you just made me say something terrible? I'm typing it into Google. If I get porn, man. Oh, it's the... Oh, right, it's that McCain advert. Oh, chips. <laughs> Clearly. Um, Nick Palmer, do you think Kurt will be replaced as GM after Mania? If yes, by who? If they have someone, yes. If not, no, because he can just fit that role and do wrestling as he's been doing. Ross Chaplin, who's Braun's partner going to be? Alexa Bliss, Kurt Hawkins, or Bray Wyatt. Out of those three, more likely to be Bray Wyatt than anybody else. I'd love it to be Kurt Hawkins. I love that on uh, Raw when he threw him through the wall. I don't think it will be Kurt. I think Kurt Hawkins is in the under the giant mat Raw. Let him win. I like Kurt Hawkins. Everyone go tweet Kurt Hawkins. I let him know I like him. Uh, Francisco, do you think there are chances of Gargano losing and debuting the battle Raw the next day? 
Uh, that if he does lose, I think that will happen. I think he'll win. Yes. Are there NXT wrestling expected to be at Mania? Well, we've done that. We talked about that. But thank you all, there. I appreciate it. Lee Fallon's not a Mania question, but how would you fix Bray Wyatt? I don't know, man. I've made videos about this. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I really don't have an answer for you. Uh, if they do have a plan to bring him in against Braun Strowman's partner, hopefully they have an idea. But a totally different character, yes. Different music, different presentation, everything. Bray Wyatt is dead, as far as I'm concerned. They killed him. And I, I don't know how you used to like him. He, he doesn't do it anymore. So uh, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't muck around with it. Liam Christopher, what happens with Cena and Taker? Does it just become a segment of Mania? I think Taker will interrupt Cena somehow and maybe drop a tombstone on him and then leave. What do you think, Simon? What, so there's no match? Oh... I think that would annoy a lot of the fans. I like the idea, but I think it would piss too many people off, so I don't think they would do it, although I like it as an idea. I think Cena gets in the ring, and I don't, I don't think Cena, they're going to muck around with it too much. Cena gets in the ring, says, this is your last chance. You know, I know you're here, blah, 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 and then, yeah, we get a big, big entrance. To keep it simple, I guess. There's probably better ways you can do it, um, but yeah. David Ayres, are they going to ruin EC3? No, I think so. I, 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 I don't know. No, would be my gut. I don't think NXT ruins many people. So, no. Uh, Josh Gell, who do you think will see David Raw on SmackDown? We've done that. Hunter James, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega. Who would you rather face for the WWE Universal Championship at Mania? AJ Styles. He'd walk me through and I'd have a great match and everyone would love me. So, yeah, AJ Styles. Mark Rory Day, who says something very nice about me. Thank you very much for that, Mark. As it's rumoured to be the main event on Mania and likely will get a negative reaction if he wins clean, what's more likely? Does Heyman turn on Brock and side with Reigns? Do the Shield reunite to help Reigns win? No, I definitely think they want this as clean as possible. I think Reigns wins. He wins clean. And they just hope he doesn't get booed. <laughs> I mean, we've seen them do it before. And I think they're going to do that again. So, yes. Reigns wins clean. No shenanigans. I think if Brock Lesnar is going away, it's best Paul Heyman takes some time away as two. They could do that. Could do the heel turn. I enjoy it. But that means Roman Reigns is technically gone heel. And I don't think they're going to do that. But I would, yeah, Brock and Heyman being rested and then coming back in whatever guys separately together, I think would be great. I think it's about time to do that. As much as I still love Brock. But absence makes the heart grow fonder. Stephen Chambers, if you got called up to WWE tomorrow to enter the tag team division, who would you want to be your partner? And just for fun, who else but Rusev? Um, well, if Neville wants to come back, I'd team with Neville. Uh, who else could I team with? AJ Styles, always AJ Styles, because I think he'd protect me, and no one would ever know I was a rubbish wrestler. Um, John Cena, because that'd be over. Roman Reigns, that'd be over. Uh, even if it's bad, over, what we want to call it. But ideally... Let me pick a wrestler that needs some. Kurt Hawkins. I want, <laughs> I want a team with Kurt Hawkins, and then yeah, then we then we can run uh, we can run roughshod over the WWE together and finally um finally get him back on. He's good, Kurt Hawkins. I tell you, he's good. Uh, that was all the questions. Thank you very much. Uh, sorry about the delay between podcasts again. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Gibberish. That Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. If you want to get more details, and again. Not going to get into specifics. If everyone could just throw a dollar into the Patreon, you would make my life awesome. Uh, we will be back next week to discuss the fallout from Mania, the fallout from NXT. We'll talk about the Hall of Fame. I have seen that five and a half hours long. WWE, what are you doing to me? Far too long. You are crazy. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was a good ceremony overall. Luckily, I could watch it at my own pace. I didn't watch it live. I will watch NXT uh, this evening. I'll watch WrestleMania tomorrow or yesterday if you listen to this on Sunday. And yeah, make sure you enjoy WrestleMania. Find me on Twitter at Simon316. Join the Facebook group, Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Come subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash The Middle Report Rules. If you like music, youtube.com forward slash Rock React. Um, what else am I forgetting? Give us five stars. Give us a review. Have a good time. Enjoy WrestleMania. Just 
keep putting a smile on your face, and I'll chat to you in a few days.